<laughs> good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. So glad to have you guys tuning in. My name is Ralph Grace. Thank you. Thank you. All the applause. Thank you. I think I'm gonna turn on the um, I'm gonna turn on the interview mode so you can kind of see where I am because you might hear some background noise. I'm not in my office today. Let me see. Let me see if I can turn this on for you guys. There you go. I'm out at one of my super super secret locations. And uh, <laughs> but but thanks guys for jumping on and we're going to continue to talk about resilience and being resilient. It's December first. It's it's December first already. Um, I haven't started shopping at all. But then again, I, I never do till about the tenth. But I think I better get started. I hope, I hope you guys are enjoying. Hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Hope you guys are enjoying this holiday season. We started playing all the music and everything and. Uh, it's all good. It's, it's all good. Seth is going to join us in a few moments, my co-host Seth Silvers. But we're here right now. And so I want to talk about, I want to continue on. For the last three or four weeks, we've been talking about resilience and how to build resilience. Um, okay, Seth is here now. Let me invite Seth to the stage right now. And where's Seth at? Good morning, brother. Good morning. How are you? Good, man. Good. Let me get you on... Um, yeah, can you make, if you make me a producer, I can jump on video. There we go. Okay. There we go. There he is. How you doing, man? I'm good. I was just getting started now, just talking about uh, this resilience thing. Good. And, you're and what your, it means. You're at your spot in Wegmans. I said super secret location. Now you just blew it. Now you just told everybody where I was. Now, so if I was trying to, if I was trying to hide out, you see him stepping, you see him just did. If I was trying to hide out, now, now I can't hide out anymore. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Anyhow, <laughs> we're talking about resilience, and uh, and let me explain what resilience is. Uh, just at the top of it, it's different than endurance. Endurance is, you know, uh, enduring through and how to make it through some adverse situation. Resilience refers to how you can deal with or bounce back from difficulties in life. That's what resilience is. And, and I think it's, um, you know, we've had some difficulties. If you haven't had difficulties in life, um, just keep living and you will have difficulties in life. <laughs> You're gonna have to uh, have some resilience on how to, on how to uh, some tools on how to bounce back. Um, and so we, I don't even know where we left off last week, but I have to say this, and I, I wanna start off here. I, you know, I get it so excited, I put my notes down. You know, most people that jump here on Fireside, you guys are visionaries. And, um, you know, vision is the starting point of, of all high performance. It's creating a mental mode where we engage on what we think is possible for us. And um, uh, one of my mentors used to say it like this. He said, the more you see, um, uh, you ought to see it before you see it. The, the, to see more is to see before. In other words, I have to see more of it if, if I'm going to engage in it. And so, and then all of a sudden we have this vision, we have this mental picture, then all of a sudden life hits. All of a sudden we get bad news, we get a report and we have to adjust something in life. And then uh, we have to engage in something called resilience because the vision is still yours. The purpose is still there. But if we don't build these tools, that uh, make us resilient, we're not going to reach them. So we've been talking about these tools. And, and one of the tools that I definitely wanted to dive in today is, um, and I, I talked about a little bit uh, last week, was embrace change. Embrace change. 
everything around us is changing. Everything around us is changing. So if I'm going to, one of the tools of resilience is embrace the change. Um, there is no way that you and I can think the same, do the same stuff, act the same way in an ever-changing world. The world is, you know, long-term goals and stuff. I think you and I talked about it. We used to say long-term goals are about five years out. Now, mm -hmm. because everything's moving so fast, long-term goals are about two years out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> about, about two years out. Right. Every 24 months, if you're working, you're going to have to be retrained the way you're working. You know, and so we have to embrace change. Things are going to change. Has it been difficult you uh, for you, Seth, in your life to embrace change? Yeah, it has, because um, I think sometimes embracing change means embracing that the path you were on didn't work, yeah. which for me is sometimes like a pride hit. Because for me, it's like there's like this emotional, I saw this in business where there was like an emotional attachment to the original vision that I had for Storyon for my company, which, you know, started six years ago. And, you know, a lot's changed in six years. The industry's changed, the competitions change, my skill sets changed, my passion has changed. And so, you know, I was kind of like holding on to that and not wanting to change of like, you know, this is who we are and this is what we do. When in reality, you know, that was the first iteration, but we needed to change to be able to serve the people around us better. And so it took me a while to be able to accept that change because by me accepting change, that meant that to an extent I was, you know, the first plan didn't work. Yeah. Uh, and so I think sometimes we have to accept change and we have to accept that either we were wrong or that something didn't work or that someone else was right, that we don't want them to be right or something like that. So I feel for me, my pride gets in the way of change sometimes because it means, you know, you gotta, you can't figure out what's right on your own. You gotta, you yeah. gotta trust, you know, you gotta get some voices from other people. Yeah. And growth requires change. And it's funny that we don't mm -hmm. like, we want to grow, but we don't want to change. Growth, right. we, you know, um, think, think about where you were, everybody on here, all everybody on here talking. It's so bad to see Stephanie and Joe and Renee and Suzette. Welcome, Suzette. Um, Moana's on here today. Um, think about where you were a year ago, two years ago. Because you changed, you, you're probably going to run into some contradictions. If you're not contradicting your past self, then you're not growing. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some beliefs I had just two years ago. I don't have any because growth requires change and flexibility and change is an essential part of resilience. Right. It's an essential part of it. If, if we're going to, if we're going to make it, if we're going to bounce back after difficulties, it's going to require change, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to bounce back. It's going to require change. Learning how to be more adaptable. Um, we'll be better equipped to respond when we're faced with a, a particular life crisis if we learn how to be adaptable. You ever, it's interesting. You ever, it's interesting with resilience because like thinking about resilience and change and how they go together, because in one sense, resilience, I think of like almost steadfastness. I think of, you know, kind of remaining almost unchanged in the middle of life going crazy. Yeah. Um, and so there's this element of resilience where 
your staying consistent and you're not changing, but also a very key part to resilience to, you know, remaining steadfast through trials is being willing to change. So it's this weird, I don't know, you know, it's this weird like juxtaposition of two things that feel different, but also work perfectly together. I think some things are unchangeable. I think our values should be set. I think our core values, the things that that your North Star is your North Star. Mm-hmm. I don't think the plan, I don't think the, the goal or the vision changes. I think the game plan has to change. You know, so then in that sense, it's like we remain unchanged. You know, right. our values, who we are remains unchanged, but we recognize that our environment and what's around us is always going to be changing. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm an ex-football coach, so everything is sports to me. If a play, the, the, the goal is still to win the game, but if a certain play is not working, change the plan. Change mm-hmm. the play. And, and I think that is definitely um, what we're talking about here. Anybody want to come to the stage and join in? Let me open it up. I, I, yeah, I we'd some. love to hear from anybody down there. You know, Suzette, Renee, Joe, Kathleen, we'd love to hear from you, your yeah. thoughts on resilience and change. On resilience and, uh, you know, building this this tool, flexibility, the ability to change, the, the ability to embrace or adapt is, is one of the tools that build resilience. We are in an ever-changing world, and, it, mm-hmm. and it's going to continue to change. And we're moving towards success, and we're moving towards our goals, and we're moving towards who we want to be, and what we want to be, you have to be able to uh, be resilient. Let me uh, accept. Hey, Suzette, welcome to the stage. First time on, first time here. You can unmute yourself by, I don't see where it is. is, is um, you got it. Be- here we go. I figured there it out. There we go. All right. <laughs> well, good. I'm at work, so I'm going to be brief. Um, um, just hearing um, the way you define resilience. Um, you know, was an eye opener for me. If 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 COVID taught me nothing else, <laughs> was to definitely embrace change, um, because you know we just we had everyone had to change um, remote, yeah. uh, working remotely. Um, you know, just being able to do different and adapt to the world that um, that we were facing and that we still face. Um, so you guys hit the nail on the head with saying, you know, that, um, growth requires change. (laughs) I had to write that down. (laughs) It seems so simple, but it's so profound. And sometimes it's the simplest things that, 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 that just hits you the hardest. You know what I mean? That, that, that it's just so real. So thank you one for letting me know about the podcast and where to find you now. I'm going to spread the word. (laughs) And, um, you know, thank you for your resilience and just, you know, hanging in there and keep pushing forward and helping us to embrace, you know, our best selves. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for jumping on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of the program. Yeah. Um, we have to change. We have to embrace change. If we're going to grow, it requires change. Anyone else want to come on up and comment? We're talking about tools to build. Um, Kathleen. Welcome, Kathleen. Thank you very much. Uh, good to be here. I um, just wanted to throw out there, I'm currently 
uh, studying for my master's in professional communication and we're reading a book called Dancing on the Edge. And it is all about the persons of tomorrow and who is going to be able to be the leaders. And it's no longer focused on the traditional um, methods of leadership. It's more about people who can adapt and be resilient in the current state and be able to take all of these massive changes that we're going through and devise new ways of surviving in them. And so, you know, I do believe very much in our moral compass and uh, that all of the things that we have run into, you know, during COVID, um, I've also had two really close encounters with my own mortality over the last year. And those things cause you to, uh, of course, change and grow and become stronger and more resilient. Um, But I do believe that resilience is that ability to take in your current surroundings adapt quickly, make decisions and move forward. And so definitely agree with you guys. I think it's a, it's a new, um, it's a new quality that we're developing fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have to. <laughs> Kathleen, I, I love what you said. I was going to ask you what you think resilience means, but you answered that question. So you say in your profile that you're an author you know, I'd love to know, like, what kind of writing, what kind of work are you working on? Because it sounds like you've, it sounds like you've been through some potent experiences in life. And so I'd love to know, like, what are you working on as far as how to, like, share some of those experiences with others? Oh, um, well, I do have a, a blog that I wrote. I, I joined a person, a veteran who was doing a journey across, uh, I live in Canada, Um, And so he was doing an awareness journey in order to um, bring about the, the concept, the concept that we have all these new veterans um, that come back from uh, different things, uh, different uh, encounters. And unlike world war two, unlike uh, world war one, they didn't come back in a big wave. They come back as individuals in communities and they almost become hidden. Um, because there's not a big fanfare and that sort of thing. And uh, a lot of them suffer from PTSD. And so um, I traveled with him for 250 days as he horseback rode across Canada. Wow. And um, yeah, that was a long journey. And we met a lot of people along the way. Did and you ride that, a horse as well? Um, I did on occasion. Okay. Um, but I was not the focus of the journey. My focus was to ensure that every community that we went into, that we had, um, a welcoming committee of a parade. I got all of the resources on board to be able to, um, ensure the safety of all of our riders. Um, because it was the veterans that we met along the way that actually joined him, uh, on his journey. Um, and then more recently I was in a, uh, vehicle overturn um i rolled a vehicle about 12 times off the alaskan highway and um nobody saw uh, the car go over the cliff and so i had to climb out of the car in minus 25 degree weather and climb my way back up the 250 feet to the highway and wait for someone to come by and I had about 45 minutes before I was going to um, no longer be here. (laughs) And so I think that that kind of helps build resilience. Um, And 
Yeah, and I, I just have a belief that um, all of these experiences obviously build who we are and uh, that if we can kind of look at them for those sources of gratitude, that all of the trauma doesn't necessarily have to reside in us, that we can let it go and just let the, the resilience of our, of our core be the thing that remains. And so I'm writing a book called True Love 2020, and it's all about having 2020 vision for who you are. Amazing. Well, that's I can't wait uh, for the book to come out. When you finish it, please come back. I'd like <laughs> to have you as a guest. I like to have anybody on this platform right now. I'd like to have all of you as a guest on my podcast, the Unstoppable Podcast that you can find anywhere. But I, I can't wait for that to come out. That's awesome. Yeah, Kathleen, I'll follow, I'll follow up with you offline because um, yeah, we'd love we'd love if you'd be willing. We'd love to dive a little bit more into your story on the Unstoppable Podcast. So thanks so much for jumping on stage and sharing. And um, yeah, we hope to have you back. Oh, that's great! I would love that. Thank you so much. And uh, I want to welcome Joe to the stage. Um, hey, Joe, Joe, welcome. I believe he's from Australia. I am from Australia, yeah, and my very, very first time jumping on here, I see a friend of mine in the audience there leads news debates. In fact, I go by the name Rocksteady, but it's come up as Joe, so I don't know how to make those changes just now. Okay. Um, yeah, my, my first time, I just wanted to try this out. Uh, it's the very first show I'm listening to, so thank you for having me up. Um, yeah. yeah, resilience is a good – look, I, I, just to add to, to your podcast here is that I find myself to be quite resilient, but the problem I have in life is trying to teach resilience to my kids – yeah. It's like I'm resilient, but trying to trying to teach them that resilience, I'm kind of lost. I don't know how to toughen them up in life a little bit. <laughs> I know they're only they're only young. My, my boy is seven, but yeah. um, yeah. you know, well, I, Joe, I'd if, like I, to if I can say this, man, Joe, listen, I know you're in Australia and we're over here, but everything is so fast and so automated. Everything is so instant with these kids today. Instant gratification. I sound like an old man. These kids today with instant gratification, they'll learn resilience over time. And they'll remember what you have planted in them. Listen, life is going to teach. Life is going to say no. Life is going to throw at them adverse situations. And they're going to remember everything that their father, Rocksteady, poured into them. And that will, so our job as parents, especially when we have, we have youngsters, is to just kind of teach them some principles, kind of, kind of, you know, pour into them. They don't understand now. Uh, most of us on here are just really learning what resilience is. It would, you know, once we get past 25 and 30 and 40, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. and but yeah. you keep pouring into them, man. You know, I, I think that one of the, the, the big things that we battle here with resilience for kids these days is, is probably technology. And I think that somehow rubs away the resilience of what life is about, you know. Yeah. So exposed to instant gratification, what you're talking about, that, um, I don't think they're learning the right, the real lessons that they should be learning. And it's just scary for the kids of today or what they're going to be in the future if they're not taught that resilience. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. But I thank God that your, your kids have a father like you yeah. to teach them that. Yeah. Rock steady. I, I think you that you just need to, uh, you need to bring them with you when you uh, go to box your kangaroos and grizzly bears. Without explaining this is the uh, problem. He cowers in the corner. He should be. He should be fighting it with his dad. That's the issue. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm. I'm honored. First of all, let me say this stuff. I'm honored that we we are the first show that, that my unstoppable show is the first show you jumped on. So yeah, happy to have well, you thank, here. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's always memorable when you jump on a new platform and you do have your first show. It's something that you do remember. I, I spent a lot of time on uh, the Stereo app, but I'm, I'm looking for other places to diversify, and this is looking pretty good to me. Yeah, it's a great platform. Um, it's a bit different, and I, you know, the vision and to anybody listening, you know, I'll say that I think the vision behind this platform, and I've spent time with the founders and their team, is. It seems to be a bit different. Their vision is not to grow as fast as possible. Um, you know, in some ways, they want this to be like an anti-social media type thing to where uh, it's it's quality. It's quality uh, content. It's quality audiences. Um, you know, I think so much of social media and so much of communication in the last 10 years has kind of been, been really ruined or tarnished by, you know, things just growing as fast as possible and then not being able to manage the growth. And then, you know, there's spam and there's trolls and all that stuff. So I really, we, Ralph and I love this platform and how um, just the plan for this platform is it's steady quality growth um, where people can come and have intentional conversations about things that need to be talked about. So there is not one program that I have checked into other programs and I listen to them faithfully and you grow you grow in order to grow personally professionally you got to be around other growing people and there's nothing like it nothing like it so so thanks for jumping on here i got that guys thank you very much i'll jump back down but i appreciate you having me up here thank you very much sounds good thanks so much how do i go down again okay (laughs) yeah you uh you i think you can do it from the menu bar or we can yeah if you hit the menu then you can say leave this there it is I got to give you guys one more tool. Okay, so we talked about, we, we talk, I got to give you two. We talked about embracing change. Here's another tool to help build resilience. And it, and it sounds corny, but we're going to dive into it just for about four minutes. Be optimistic. And when I say staying op- optimistic is staying optimistic during a, a dark period or a difficult time. Uh, it can be difficult, um, but but you have to, you know, it, a hopeful outlook is important to resiliency. It's it, positive thinking. It's, it's not, it doesn't mean ignoring the problem. It doesn't mean that in order to focus on positive outcomes, that's not what it means. It means understanding that setbacks are temporary and that you have the skills and the abilities to combat the challenges you face. So my positive outlook is not like, you know, I'm just going to wish it away. No, it's here temporary and I have the skills to combat this. I have the skills to combat it. I have the skills to uh to overcome life's challenges this helps build resiliency it's uh you can call it being optimistic you can call it positive you can call it being hopeful and so we have to maintain that life is going to you're going to have challenges but you should be developing the skills and be confident in the skills that you have to overcome these challenges and every challenge that you and i face it is temporary mm-hmm. it's temporary you know we say in the church Trouble don't last always. <laughs> yeah. And I think that optimism is a, it's almost like a deep rooted confidence in faith that in the same way that things changed, you know, something changed and life was hard, you know, some, something happened that is making life challenging right now. I think the optimism is a deep rooted confidence that things are going to change back. They might not go back to where they were, but that like, you know, there's going to be good elements of life that all of life is not going to be bad. And so I think it's not just this, oh, everything will be fine, but it's this deep rooted belief that 
you know what? This is temporary. Like yeah. my, there's going to be good things that happen in life. There's going to be good things that happen to me, even though life is hard right now. You know, there's going to be good things that roll out of this. And I think that that feels deeper than optimism. But having that, I think, is really important to being resilient because that gives us it almost gives us a through line through yeah. like through the challenge to where if we can like latch on to note to that knowledge and that belief that things are going to get better, then yeah. then that's going to kind of the pull helps to pull us through the challenge. Yeah. yeah. Listen, things may not be OK, but you're going to be OK. Yeah, things are not great, but I'm going to be okay. Yeah. I'm going to be okay. And so this is what we're talking about: building resilience, guys. We're talking about just some tools to build resilience, um, and this is what we need. And 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 uh, it's going. Adverse times do come, but you can still make it through. You can still have the proper attitude. You can still treat people right. You can still be a blessing to other people. You know, we're talking to people from all over the world on this platform. We're all we are legitimately all in this together. And it's the resilient people that are going to lead. They're going to lead us in and through and lead us out of out of these different things. And you can be one. You can be one. Absolutely. That's, I'm not, that's it. I'm not giving any more today. That's it. We had two <laughs> tools. We got to come today. back next week for more. Got to come back next week for more. Guys, if you haven't, you haven't, head on over to wherever you listen to your podcast and look for the Unstoppable Podcast of Ralph Graves Jr., have some phenomenal guests on there and you guys can be a guest on there. We'd love to hear your stories of overcoming and that and, and all of you on here. So how do yep. you get on that program? How you get on my program is you reach out to Seth at uh, what's your email? Storyon.co. Yeah, Seth at storyon.co. You can also head to my website, successwithstories.com. Just let me know you found me on here and, and we'll get you on route on Unstoppable with Ralph Graves Jr. I also know sometimes we assume people know about podcasting. So if you're new, um, you know, head to whether it's if you have an iPhone, Apple Podcasts, or if you're a Spotify user, you know, Google Podcasts, head there and just search Unstoppable with Ralph Graves Jr. Hit subscribe, follow, whatever they call it on that platform. And every single Monday, we have new in-depth conversations come out. Um, where Ralph's diving deep into the unstoppable lives. And then every Wednesday morning, we jump on here to just kind of have a live Q&A um, in live really discussion on different ways to live an unstoppable life. So that's what that's what we got going on. Yeah, yeah. It visit my website too. My website and Seth's website. Seth has a yep. um, website, um, successwithstories.com. Yep. yep. And my website is Ralph at RalphRaysJr.com. And there's a there's a a community you can join where we're posting videos, we're posting teachings and lessons. If you want to join that community, you can join that community and be a part of what we're doing. We've got some exciting things coming up in 22 uh, that, that we'll tell you about as the weeks go on. But um, guys, mm -hmm. let's just continue to be unstoppable together. Awesome. Sounds good. Guys. Thanks so much for joining everybody. Yeah. Uh, everybody have a great week. All right. Bye-bye.